Okay, so theoretically an advertisement just played. Sorry for selling out, but hopefully it wasn't too bad. <laughs> um, Sammy, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I mean, school starts tomorrow, so that's a little bit of a bummer. But, uh, you know, wild card round just finished up. We got a lot of good football coming, so uh, I'm happy about that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, we ended up with Clemson, Alabama, part four. So that's one not so good thing that happened over this winter break. Yeah, it's it's getting a little tiring seeing this uh, these two teams go head to head for the fourth time. And I know they're the two best teams in college football. I get all right. that, but it's frustrating. Even in the college football playoff, that neither team put up a fight. I, Oklahoma, they. They, you know, scored a few points, so it made it look okay in the end of the day. But um, they were never really in it. And, yeah. you know, Notre Dame just got smacked from the opening get-go. So, you know, it, it's a little bit like, really, is this how the college football playoff is going to be forever? We've really yet to see right. some a great college football playoff that, uh, you know, has yet to really excite the fans so far. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um the playoff, everyone was excited for it, and people begged for it, and this is what we got. So for the people advocating for an eight-team playoff, this season definitely didn't help their case because, uh, well, if we end up with Alabama Clemson anyway, then what's the point of adding a couple more teams to get demolished? I like what you said, that the Oklahoma-Alabama game was never really that close. It was an 11-point game on paper, but it started out 28-0, to zero. And obviously Notre Dame Clemson was, they got trounced as well. So I guess what I'll ask you is, I mean, did the playoff committee make the right call with the four teams they had in? You know, they did if you're going off schedule, you know, in, in or not schedule, but resume, which is how they have to do it. You know, it can't just be an eyeball test and then you have bias then you have a lot of different factors. But, you know, so I do think that Notre Dame deserved to be in based on their regular season performance. Um, and Oklahoma, I thought, deserved to be in over uh, Georgia. But here's the thing. I think it would have been fun to see Georgia get in because they were the only team that, that – they almost beat Alabama. And it was a good game. It was close. Um, Ohio State, you saw what they did in the Rose Bowl. I'm sorry about your Huskies, by the way. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, even though they did put up a little fight there, uh, you know, Ohio State looked like they could have uh, given one of these two teams, Clemson, Alabama, a run for their money. So, you know. Um, it was disappointing to see those two teams light it up in the bowls and then um, – uh, oh, sorry, Georgia did not light it up in the bowl, but at least they uh, they uh, tested Alabama. But, you know, Ohio State did. So, you know, the fact that they didn't put up a fight, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I tell you, I mean, if Georgia was trying to advocate for the fact that they were snubbed from the playoff, their Sugar Bowl performance against Texas certainly would not have – would not have backed that up. Um, yeah, but I, I don't I don't know if expanding the playoff is the solution to this. I think they got the four teams right, which which says something that I think they had the four best teams and it, it still wasn't close. Um, so yeah, that, I don't know what they can do about college football at this point. I don't think bringing the BCS back is a solution. Um, and as the as a college football playoff committee member today said he doesn't see it changing in the near future. So it looks like we're going to be stuck for it with it for a while, which brings us to, do you think that this is going to change or why do you think that college football is so top heavy in these past few seasons? I, I mean, I think it'll change, but well, I like what you said about 
that's what's kind of frustrating is that you look at the resume heading into the college football playoff, and you're like, yeah, these four teams deserve to be in. And if we're going off the criteria, these four teams should be in there. And the fact that it was so um, – it wasn't even close is frustrating. I do think it'll change. I think um, a younger generation watching these two programs, you know, come up and battle it out uh, the whole time might get a little bit uh, antsy to see someone else get in there. Um, you know, it's just – you know, and people want to go play for Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney. And obviously, when they're in the playoffs or when they're in the championship every year, you know, guys trying to go to the NFL are obviously going to pick Clemson, Alabama over teams that aren't going to get that kind of exposure. So, you know, um, I don't know if it'll change. I hope it will. That's that's a fan wishing that. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah, I don't it, – it's, it's a little bit interesting because historically, over the past few seasons, Clemson hasn't had – the top recruiting class, uh, they've been around the top 10, but from a talent standpoint, it, it doesn't seem like they're always in the top heavy and same with historically, they're not one of the powerhouse programs in college football. So it's Alabama makes a little more sense, but it's interesting to see how this Clemson Alabama every season kind of came to be. It could just be because they roll through the ACC. I don't know. But with that being said, um, I do think that Alabama will end up winning tomorrow. I think they were the best team. Uh, in the country, and it wasn't even close. Uh, you know, ticket prices are going for like a hundred dollars right now, which which is is historically low for college football, any championship games really. Um, but that's what you get when you have the same teams on a on a Monday night in San Francisco when no teams are even close. Right. Yeah. Like it, there is, it, it's kind of, it's a bummer for college football. And, you know, this is why, I mean, I know you like college football more than the NFL, but this is why, you know, people l- love the NFL and there's obviously there are people who like it more, but college football wants to be up there with, you know, the same kind of viewership that the NFL has, but you know, it's tough. There's uh, literally no buzz around this game and it's a national championship. And there was more buzz about, um, you know, the divisional wildcard games, uh, specific games today, then there is even close to tomorrow. Um, I almost forgot that there was a national championship on tomorrow. I'm going to lie. I was yeah. focused on yeah. uh, NFL football all weekend. So, you know, I'll be watching because I love, I love football, but you know, something's got to change and hopefully a uh, college football turn around. Yeah. I mean, I'll be watching, but I'll probably be doing homework while I do it and not paying too much attention. You know, if Alabama's up by, three scores in the third quarter, maybe I'll just switch it to The Bachelor, um, which <laughs> might end up getting more views at the end of the day. It might. Season, it might. This season over for The Bachelor. Um, and there's fantasy leagues for The Bachelor, unlike college I football. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think I sent that to a group chat that you were in. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you did. I did, yeah. So let's let's switch into the sport where right now, I mean, I like college football better, but – I'll admit right now the grass is greener in the NFL. So let's switch to that right now. Um, what stood out from this weekend's games? Um, you know, I, it really showed that this was a great wild card weekend that we can remember in recent memory. In Any of these teams that won, there are good teams. The Eagles and the uh, Colts won who are six seats. You know, that doesn't usually happen every year. Um, only, only the Cowboys were the – only one team with a higher seed this weekend won, and that was the Cowboys. So, you know, I think we're in a, for a real treat. Um, I think on both sides of the uh, AFC and NFC, the AFC I think is going to be really interesting with, obviously, I'm pulling from my Chiefs, but they're really good. 
The Chargers are really good. The Patriots are always there, and the Colts look like they uh, uh, they got some talent too. So, and, you know, the Eagles are such a cool story. You know, I, I know they won off the missed field goal, but how about Nick Foles? I mean, who would have thought? Like, I, I don't know any team. Saints fans, I don't know you should be happy getting to face a team. When you look at the Eagles, they're – their rosters, they're loaded. And I think they might upset the Saints this weekend. Wow, that that's that's pretty bold. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what you said, the Eagles have been playing really, really well. Uh, I don't think they'll upset the Saints. I think, and I hope, that the Saints will still win. But, man, Cody Parkey must not be feeling it right now. <laughs> the, Hit the crossbar twice. The Chicago um, fans are not feeling it right now from no, their Twitter feeds. No, they're feet. not. Uh, that. That, but the the I, I don't think it's a, a good thing that when they called a timeout, he kicked it, and it was right down the middle. And right when that happened, I said to my family watching with me, he's going to miss because uh, oftentimes you would think it's up, but in reality, it, it kind of messes with your head once you make the first kick. It's like, oh, man, I need to replicate those. I don't know, whatever goes through your head. Um as I get a notification from the score, Parky feels terrible about field goal miss. <laughs> well, yeah, I would hope he doesn't feel great about it right now. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I, I can't say I feel too bad for the guy. I mean, if he was a college kicker, maybe uh, initially I felt a little bit bad for him, but then I looked into him and he's on a four-year $15 million contract right exactly, now. Exactly, yeah. With about $9 million guaranteed <laughs> to, to kick footballs. So, if he's a college kicker, high school, yeah, I'd feel bad for him. But, you know, if you can't make a 43-yard field goal, that's that costs the Bears this season. Yeah, it, I mean, it, yeah, I like what you said about that. You know, college guys, obviously high school is completely different. I don't even um, – but, you know, college, like, they're not getting paid to do this. Most, most of college football is not going on to play in the NFL. Now, in the NFL – you're making millions and millions of dollars to do one thing, and that's keep the football to the uprights. So, right. uh, obviously, you feel a little sympathy for the guy since he's uh, getting booed right. out of the stadium and he's walking out. But, you know, um, that's what you're paid to do. So, if you're not going to do right. it, someone and else will. If if it really gets that bad and he gets cut, then he can move to an exotic country somewhere <laughs> where no one has watched a football game in their life, and he can just live on the beach for the rest of his life investing his <laughs> His money, so <laughs> exactly. Who are you thinking? Uh, let's go over some picks this weekend. Who do you got in the? Uh, we'll start on the NFC side. We'll go uh, Rams, uh, Cowboys. Well, she's both the NFC East teams won this weekend, much to my dismay as a Giants fan. But I, I got to, I have to say, I am impressed from what I saw from Dak Prescott in the fourth quarter of the Seahawks Cowboys game, um, and I, I think. That that uh, touchdown run by Dak Prescott at the very end was somewhat miraculous. Um, on a third and 15, I think it was, and that was a good run. Say what you want about how good the new Seahawks defense might be, but I, I don't think that that would have happened on the Legion of Boom of old. I don't think Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor let that happen on a quarterback draw with the game on the line. But that was somewhat disappointing for me to see the Cowboys win that game. But I have to hand it to them. They've been playing really good football down in the second half of the season. Elliott gets going. And they have so many players where if I were to compile a list of the most valuable players in the NFL, 
they would all be up there. I mean, Elliot, Leighton Vander Esch, uh, Amari Cooper, who statistically isn't amazing, but people forget that he was on the Raiders for the first half of the season. And since playing on the Cowboys, he's been a number one target there that Dak Prescott needs. And Dak Prescott's been playing well. So I actually am going with the Cowboys. I'm not 100% on the Rams. Um, Todd Gurley, you know, he's been having some injury issues. I'm not confident that Jared Goff can win a playoff game just yet. Uh, I don't think they have the best group of receivers this season that can come up in the clutch when your young quarterback needs them. And I think their defense has been a little bit overrated all season because of guys like Aaron Donald, which, uh, you know, of course, he's dominated this season. And there are a few others on this team, but the Rams are 20th in scoring defense this year. Number 20, and 12 teams make the playoffs. Um, so I, I, I don't think I, – I'm picking the upset in this game, and I have the Cowboys going to the NFC Championship. Now, I like what you said about the Cowboys. Um, I, do, I do think Tack Prescott gets a little, uh, a little too much unfair criticism because he wears the Dallas Cowboy uniform. It's like right. wearing a Los Angeles Lincoln uniform. Whatever you do, we'll get critiqued. But, um, you know, it was – that, that play, that third and 11 or third and 15, I can't remember what it was, um, where he ran up the middle. I mean, that, that was a big-time play. Um, I'm taking the Rams. I know they've had some struggles this year, but I don't think, especially on the road in L.A., they're going to be able – the Cowboys are going to be able to run the ball and do what they want to do. And at the end of the day, I don't think Dak will make enough big plays to, to keep up with this Rams offense. I know they've struggled a little bit. I know Goff has, has had some uh, turnover issues, but keep in mind, Todd Gurley hasn't played in two weeks as an injury and in the bye week. So he's going to be good to go. And then the defense, I think you're right. They're not a great unit, but what they can do is get after the passer with Dominican Sue, Aaron Donald, Dante Fowler. I think they'll get, uh, get after Dak. Um, and I think they'll jump up on these guys and force Dak to have to throw the football. And that's what will play to uh, the Rams advantage. Yeah, um, I, I and again, I could definitely see that happening also. I think the Rams are probably the better team. But considering the fact that the Cowboys are, they seem to be going upwards since maybe week 8, 9, 10 this season. They've just been trending upwards, whereas the Rams, as of late, have been going much like the American economy in 2018. Their stock has <laughs> been plummeting, plummeting, plummeting. Um so that's I emotionally I think the Cowboys are going to win. I hope not, but I have Cowboys Saints in the NFC Championship. Switching to the AFC, um, let's go. Let's go with your Chiefs against the Indianapolis Colts, who beat the Texans. What are your thoughts on? I know you're picking the Colts in this game, obviously, but I want to hear why. Listen, listen, my Chiefs. This is the first time they've been the one seed, and I don't know how many years. I think maybe ever. Um, I saw a stat on that. And I know the playoff record. I know they're 0-4 against Indianapolis in the playoffs. But here's the thing. There's a new man in town. His name goes by Patrick Mahomes. He's the, your MVP. And um, I, I think this will be a great game. I do think the Colts are talented with Marlon Mack. And um, they got weapons with T.Y. Hilton and Eric Ebron. And obviously Andrew Luck on the football. But one thing, the Chiefs at home, their defense plays so much diff- or so much better at home than they do on the road. That's why it was key for them to get the home field advantage to the playoffs because of the, the noise. And no, the Chiefs do not have a good run defense. And their pass defense has had some serious problems too, but they're getting Eric Berry back for this game. And 
Uh, one thing they do well is they're tied for the lead, league lead in sacks with 52 with the Steelers because um, they got Chris Jones, D Ford, and Justin Houston. So I think, obviously, Patrick Holmes and Kelsey and Tyreek and these guys uh, will put up big numbers on the offense, in, which will allow Chris Jones and these guys to get after Andrew Luck um, and win in a, in a thriller, I think. A thriller. Wow. Uh, yeah, there there is a common mantra that defense wins championships. And over the course of history, I think that that's proved to be more or less accurate. You can look at the 2014 Super Bowl, Seahawks-Broncos 43-8, to Peyton Manning gets shut down, 2001 Ravens, uh, you know, all these other instances where that has been true. But this year, the top five teams in scoring defense in the regular season were the Chicago Bears, the Baltimore Ravens, the Tennessee Titans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Houston Texans. Now tell me what all those five teams have in common. Is <laughs> they're not there. <laughs> they're not in the playoffs. So like you said about the Chiefs defense, you know, it, it might not be great. Um, and I, I love the way Andrew Luck's playing, and I think he should be getting more recognition as an MVP candidate. But in this game, the Chiefs offense is just so high-powered um, with all the weapons they have offensively. Plus, like, like you said, it's at Arrowhead. Um, and the playoffs are running through Kansas City this year. So my favorite to win the AFC, I think, will be at Indianapolis. And I, I don't know if it will be a thriller. Um, all right. So uh, th- I, we might have skipped the Saints-Eagles. Uh, but uh, who was your pick for that game again? I, I took the Saints in that one. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm taking the Eagles. I think there's a little bit more Nick Foles magic left in the tank. But uh, the other side of the AFC, what do you think in Chargers at Patriots? Yeah. Um, so I picked the Ravens initially to beat San Diego and then <laughs> San New England, which <laughs> they came kind of close to. Um, Joe Flacco had a helmet on standing from the <laughs> sideline. With about 10 minutes left in the fourth Put quarter. Joe in. 23 Put to 3 Joe games. In. That that was not a good sign for Lamar Jackson. Um, luckily, with about two minutes left in the game, Joe Flacco was sitting on the bench with a tablet in his hand again <laughs> in his Ravens beanie once Lamar Jackson threw a few touchdown passes. It was entertaining down the stretch. But that being said, I'm not completely sold on what I saw from the Chargers in this game. Obviously, the Patriots are... Sorry, the Ravens are a top defense. And what I have to give the Chargers, even though they didn't look great the whole time, you have to remember that they didn't need to look great. It was a grinded-out type of game. Uh, When you're playing a team that's not great offensively in the Ravens that does have a great defense, you need to score points in the way that you can. And that's exactly what they did. Um, They put up 23 points, and... That could have been more if they hadn't been trying to run the clock out at the very end. And the Baltimore Ravens have the second-best defense in the NFL. Um, The Patriots are nowhere near that caliber. They're seventh in the NFL, which is good. But Phillip Rivers, I think, has been put in a bad situation his whole career um, from the San Diego Chargers, and he's just come brutally close. But I think that this is finally the year – that Philip Rivers at least makes a run to the AFC Championship. I'm not buying the narrative that, you know, Tom Brady's magic is running out and Bill Belichick. People will be able to say that for the next however many years 
because every year Brady gets older. So, you know, people can never technically be wrong in that Tom Brady is well over 40 years old. But that's not why I'm picking against the Patriots. I'm just picking against the Patriots in that I said I from the start, really, I think the Chargers are the second best team in the AFC, uh, So and the Chiefs being one. So, therefore, I see them meeting in the AFC Championship. I uh, I originally had the Chargers uh, a couple po- episodes ago. I had the Chargers and Chiefs meeting in the AFC Championship game. But I'm changing my pick after watching what I saw today. Now, Chargers had muscled out a great win against a, a tough Baltimore Ravens defense. Um, but I didn't like how many there, – there was little to none – None at all. Uh, offensive production from the Ravens in the first three quarters. Really, first three and a half quarters. Lamar Jackson at one point in the fourth quarter was three for eight, I believe, with 25 yards and an interception. And at the end of the game, they only lost by six points. And there was a, it was actually a, three for ten. My bad. Um, and it was a game at the end. They, they made it close. So uh, the fact that they had no offensive production and it still was kind of a close game scares me for the chargers going into um, new England. Cause no, they don't have the same defense as Baltimore, but Bill Belichick is obviously maybe the greatest head coach of all time. One of the greatest um, and defensive minded head coach. He will take away Melvin Gordon or Keenan Allen. They're uh, uh, one of their two best players and make Philip Rivers beat him. And I, I think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. I think he's a great quarterback. But Philip Rivers has been prone to turning the ball over at uh, crucial moments. And, you know, Tom, Tom Brady and the Patriots, I know they've had struggles this year. They will score more than 17 points. So the Chargers better bring their A game. They better score some points. Uh, if he was in L.A., I know they don't have much of a home field advantage, but I would pick the Chargers. But just in Foxborough and they're undefeated at home, I'm going to go with the Patriots. Okay, uh, so you have a Patriots-Chiefs AFC Championship and a Eagles-Rams Eagles Rams NFC Championship, and I had a Cowboys-Saints NFC Championship and a Chiefs-Chargers AFC Championship. So we'll see how that ends up playing out. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we leave no, I think we're uh, we're good. Uh, I'm excited for football. Uh, maybe I'll watch the national championship game tomorrow. <laughs> um, unless no, the bachelor no, gets exciting, right? Unless the bachelor gets exciting, definitely. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time.